Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Uh, Mary Alice, as we're finishing out this week before the new year, I thought it'd be good for us to look at Psalm 145. Yes. We read this the other day, and this is a special psalm uh, in that each verse begins with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Oh, so wow. obviously their alphabet's different from ours, right. but this would be sort of like, thank you, Lord, A to Z. Right. <laughs> you know, as David is, is talking about the goodness of God. So I felt like as we're facing a new year and we don't know what we're going to face, I thought it'd be good for us just to spend some time thinking about God's goodness in our lives. Yes. And the verse that I picked for today is a verse that just talks about God's kindness and goodness to everyone. Mm. You know, uh, the Bible says in verse nine of Psalm 145, the Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. Mm -hmm. To me, this is just amazing because when I look at the world and I look at how people treat the Lord, mm -hmm. uh, the hatred for God, you know, we live in a world today where all kinds of wickedness is considered to be healthy and anything that God has to say, anything from the Bible is considered to be dangerous. You look at how his name is taken in vain, mm -hmm. um, how in um, entertainment, you know, it just seems like any way that God can be, uh, you know, treated badly, he is in the culture. And yet God is still good to everybody. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? Even the ones that are, disrespecting him, mm -hmm. showing hatred his way, yeah. um, and yet he's still good to them. That's amazing. It is. It, it, it reminds me of, of in the New Testament about being uh, loving our enemies. Yeah. Well, because the Bible says that when we do that, we're like our Father mm -hmm. in heaven. Mm -hmm. And you just think about the goodness of God. And to me, I always want to just sort of pull back and look at this big picture and think about with God, God with all his power, God who mm -hmm. can do anything, he can speak and, and make a world. The fact that he would put himself in the place where he would be kind and long suffering, even with people that hate him. It just tells us how loving our God is. Mm -hmm. And what an example to us in our relationship with others. Um, and and not, that, not that the people that hate him won't experience consequences for their behavior, but in the midst of that, God is still blessing them. He's still giving them uh, air to breathe, a, a place to live, food to eat. Um, there's so many blessings that we enjoy. And he's surrounding them with people who love them in spite of their behavior. Yeah, you know, there's something else I'm thinking about too, because when you think about God's goodness, sometimes in the New Testament, the word long-suffering is used. Mm -hmm. Uh, but all of that is God's way of pleading with people to come to mm, him, to turn yes. from their way of life, you know, and to receive grace through Jesus Christ. It just, I, I'm just blown away by the love of God. Mm. And one thing for us to talk about today, I think as Christ followers, we're more aware of our sinfulness, of course, than those who reject God, uh, because we are concerned about pleasing God. And, and sometimes I think because we are still wrestling with sin patterns in our lives, we can get the feeling that perhaps God's uh, goodness might be wearing thin, mm. you know. But yet we know if God loves his enemies, how much more does he love his children? Mm. You know, I was just thinking about what you were saying. The Bible tells us that when we look into the Bible, it's, it's seeing a mirror. And I think the people that are in such rebellion against God right now, because our culture's completely rejected the Bible, they don't have that mirror. Yeah. They're not looking into this mirror to show them what their condition is before God. Well, the one thing about it, though, we just read this in verse, this verse that uh, they're part of God's creation. 
Mm-hmm. And he has love for them. And notice it says he showers compassion. Yes, it's he not does. a sprinkle. Yeah. He showers them with his compassion every single day. Well, speaking about God's love, this is the first time I think that we've been able to record since um, we were finished oh, with yes, Christmas, Eve, Christmas services. Eve services. And so they were just glorious. We, you know, had thousands and thousands attend and over a thousand people indicated that they were giving their their lives to Jesus Christ. And yes. you and I were just talking about that. We went out to breakfast very early this morning. We were talking about how that even though it is seasonal and even though it's festive and it's part of the Christmas experience at New Spring, it's always about the gospel. It's right. It's always about the gospel and about lives being changed. And, you know, I know we were all praying for a, a period of time leading up to that. Um, and, of course, I know that there's been plans in the, in the place uh, for most of the year. But praying for God to draw people mm-hmm. into the room, online, watching the TV broadcast, for God to prepare hearts. And I believe God answered that prayer many times over. I believe that with all my heart. And, of course, I, I stood before the audience, uh, audience says, six times. We, we planned seven. Mm-hmm. But it was just really amazing to see that because there are so many people that don't ever come to New Spring or That's haven't right. come to New Spring yet uh, who were there for the first time. And it was just really something to stand where I stood and watch God just touch the audience. And, mm-hmm. and at times... When I was speaking, it would be so quiet as though almost no one were breathing, and yet every seat in the house was taken, mm. you know. So you just knew that God was doing great things. And, and I'll never forget uh, seeing all those candles raised. Mm. Um, I think especially in the last service, I think there were 277 people in the last service. Of course, this is South End North Auditorium, who raised their candle. And I remember at times because there were so many who raised candles. You know, guest services couldn't get to everyone real fast. And there were people that held their candle up for two and three minutes. Wow. Just as a, a testimony that they had received Jesus Christ. And so when I read this verse today, verse nine, I thought the Lord is so good to all his creation. Yes. Yes. And I thought about the fact that over, well, really over 1,200 people indicated mm-hmm. in our Christmas Eve services that they had made that decision to invite Jesus Christ in so that they could have a new beginning. And as you kind of hinted a moment ago, it doesn't even begin to talk about everybody who watched it online, yes. watched yes. it uh, on television throughout the United States. And so, we asked that our Noah's Window audience to pray with us about the team that will be following up with all those who made decisions. The ones who responded back and gave us any kind of contact info at all, we'll be following up to see what we can do to help them on their faith journey. And that's such an awesome responsibility, but we just, we need God to bless that as well. For all of you old timers who remember uh, what I'm, the term that I'm about to use in a moment, I told Mary Alice, I said, it starts off seasonal and festive and then it turns into a Billy Graham crusade, <laughs> you know, because we just see God touch and uh, change so many lives. And so I'm so grateful for all the thousand volunteers, all of our staff, yes. everyone, everyone who works so, so hard, hard and praying. Yes. And and God, God certainly came out in the cold. Yeah, all the snow and everything. God yeah. has certainly honored that that time, that commitment, that sacrifice, those prayers, and we've watched as we've just seen a real harvest of souls yes. in these last days. Well, Mary Alice, would you pray for us today? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, we are so thankful for your showers of blessings and compassion on all of us, and we just thank you for loving us. Thank you for all the. Uh, great things we've just been watching you do even in the last week and thank you for the great celebration but most of all we thank you for all the lives that were changed i pray that you'd be with each and every family each and every individual that's watching or listening today and um, those that came father who 
uh, made a decision. We, we all need you. We need you to work in our lives. We need your Holy Spirit to fill us and to guide us. And uh, we need you to help us to all grow in our faith. And I know there are many difficult situations that always come up this time of year. And I just pray that you would be with each and every one and whatever challenge they're facing today, that you would show yourself powerful and that you would keep the evil one away. And we'll be careful to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. And uh, once again, Father, we just pray that you be with our follow-up teams as we reach out to those who made decisions. May we be helpful in their faith journey. And we just thank you for that privilege. And we'll just ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Thank you for being with us today on Noah's Wind. I hope you're having a wonderful week yes. after Christmas and now leading up to the new year. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. God bless. See you soon. Thank you.